Welcome in, everyone. We are adjusting, as always, trying out new uh, podcasting software. Today, Craig is joining us in the studio. Uh, if you're wondering who the new member of our Discord is, uh, uh, Jack, uh, Craig, how do you feel about him? I love Craig. I thought you were talking to Craig and trying to make a little joke. Um, no, yeah, he's good. We're We're trying out some new things, you know. If we can get this to you without spending any money on Zencaster, we're gonna let her rip. That's that's excellent. And you know, we've we've had everyone. We've had your brother, we've had Metcalf twice. Who do we have back this week? We have the one and only Adam Kissler. He's here to finally, finally no longer worry about his team in the Sacco. I think we can confidently say he's gonna be making the playoffs at this point. Um. Yeah, he's look, his boys are looking good. Adam, do you uh do you confirm this? I do. It's good to be here. It's good to be here on a little on a little winning streak. I think the last time I was here, I I wasn't so confident. So it's good to be back. Yeah, I mean, I, you certainly haven't lost the game since the last time you appeared on the pod. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? Pod sometimes good luck. Good to come on. Always good to support the show. Um. And, you know, it's a real pleasure to have you on because we got a lot that needs to be sorted through. Um, we got some chaos. We got, uh, it's currently 9.22 Eastern. So we have a trade, trade deadline coming in about, what would that be? Like 14, 15 hours. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're really going to need your help uh, navigating these weeds today, Adam. Let's get into it. Can't wait. Um, why don't we start, before we get into your game, um, with uh, what Metcalf cooked up this evening. Um, well, Frankie does not like Craig. He'll soon learn. Um, Metcalf, uh, look, Jack, full transparency. I was pushing Metcalf to make some moves. He was playing you this week. And, <laughs> oh, um, you're, looking, you're looking for me to lose? Oh, am I looking for you to lose? I'm, I'm, I got my pom-poms out. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actively cheering on Metcalf this week, who will be playing me next week. I obviously need a win now. We'll get into that later. But anyway, yeah, I was really encouraging Metcalf has to make a move. And just for those who weren't plugged in uh, today, um, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Metcalf's uh, recently acquired star running back, uh, had a random thumb injury, and he will be out for the next two to three weeks. Uh, Metcalf, tough. His more recently acquired running back, Kenneth Walker III from UJack is almost for sure going to be out. It's a Thursday game. Maybe he gets Rizzozo. back. RIP to PW the third. And then Saquon Barkley, his other star running back, is on bye this week. And then Khalil Herbert, who honestly is borderline droppable right now, is also on bye. So yeah. I would <laughs> I would really like to have uh 
Jerome Ford and Tank Dell instead of Khalil Herbert and Portland Sutton right about now. <laughs> um, Metcalf's only, literal, his only running back he had on his roster was uh, Tyler Algier, which look, you know, there's been worse to running back two started this year. But he was Metcalf's RB1. And uh, the running backs out there, well, it's a competitive league. You had the two guys that um, Adam and I traded for earlier this year, Adam, uh, Samaj P. Ryan and Dalvin Cook. Ooh, ooh. Uh, any thoughts on those two options, Adam? Oh, that's, that's a real murderer's row of options out there. <laughs> you also got the preacher man, Trey Sermon. He is going to be the Zach Moss of, to uh, Zach Moss's Jonathan Taylor. So yeah, That is disgusting. Some really <laughs> horrible options. And Metcalf, uh, unlike the normal thing where you can kind of let the waiver wire, breathe a bit, try to see what moves you can make. No, trade deadline, as we said, is very, very soon. He had to make moves now, and he did. Metcalf started out the day with sending over um, – who, who did he trade with for the first one? Was that – oh, yeah, Telford. He that traded was just Saquon for Joe Mixon. Um, Saquon for Joe Mixon. Let's get some thoughts in on that. I feel like it's – I mean, I guess Telford doesn't value Joe Mixon that much, but I've really – I've feel like you're just eating a bye for no reason. Like, it's not like Saquon's in this perfect situation either. So, yeah, if, if, if they have, like, the same matchups and by ignoring, do you rate Mixon and Saquon the same? Because I feel like I, Saquon without Burroughs a step above Mixon and the bye kind of makes it equal. I, I don't know. I would just, I would probably take Mixon. You're essentially trading for, you're getting, what, four weeks of... I guess five weeks of Mixon versus uh, four weeks of Saquon. I probably still take the extra week. I think that pushes it over the line. Plus, it's just I don't know. It's weird to trade for a guy just on by. If this is this is a playoff team that Telford is letting in, it's not Declan. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, Adam, do you have similar thoughts? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I think. I think Telford gets a better player in Saquon. Uh, Riley kind of had to make a move. He's he's on he's not on the outside looking in right now, but he he kind of needs to win this week. So he needed a player he can he can start, and I think that sacrifice is probably worse uh, uh, worth giving up Saquon, you know, uh, for getting an extra week of Nickens. So I see I see where the heads are at. I think it's a pretty good trade for both sides. I don't know if there's a Clear winner or loser. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Will Will wants to talk to Craig right now. Only only we can talk to Craig. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm right with Adam on this one. I I think that Telford gets better. Um. We got we got Eckler, Saquon, and James Conner, which again maybe all a little depreciating, but that's definitely a pretty intimidating RB room. Um. And you know, again, like like I said. He is seven and five, just like Metcalf, but with the most points scored by a wide mile, you have to think that this is a total prepping for the playoff move—a reverse Telly special trade, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a prep, but I don't know. I feel like you would still want to put your team in the best position to win this week. I mean, that flex is looking bad if you're Telford. Also, if you're playing Tanky, Christian McCaffrey and Keenan Allen both have already had their buys, so. Those are the two you gotta work out, look out for, in my opinion. 
Yeah, like, this but is, this is by no mean this is by no means a like freebie for um Zach Telford. Yeah, I mean he explained his logic. He thought Tanky was a weak matchup this week, and that's true. Like I said, Tanky's got a bit of a by McGinnon with so many running backs on by. Um, honestly, Jeff Wilson Jr.'s if HN doesn't go, will probably be the best option to RB two, but. I could see Tanky spending big to get whoever has the most points projected out there on the waiver wire. Yeah, but it's like, what, James Cook and Ty Chandler, that's who you're losing? Well, that's, that's nothing crazy. Those are his backs, though. And, and of course, Devontae. Yeah, but it's not Christian McCaffrey and Keenan Allen. Uh, okay, you know what? I think, I think we're close enough on here. We all agree it's good for Metcalf. Jack, not maybe good for you because it makes Metcalf more competitive. I think it's good for too. I think it's I think it's pretty good for both. Yeah, I I'm 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 there as well. Well, let's like let's that. let's discuss Metcalf's other trade and uh, Jack's one up attempt and Metcalf's two up. So Metcalf, uh, look, I'm 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 going to be honest with you guys. Uh, I thought this was Metcalf's best trade of the year. Adam Thielen, who you know is basically uh, <laughs> basically a post-production player at this point. I mean, Metcalf is literally trading Thielen off of one reception for two yards. That's what he just did. And this it's not is, like... This, not, is, this is the kind of trade... Anymore. This is the kind of trade you accept that gets you last in the league. If I, I'm... I was stunned. It was, I mean... Ignoring, I, was, I was like, this is ridiculous. Ignoring the stupid defense side of this, which I'm sure Declan made that trade for, um, you know, the, uh, the future matchup on Saturday for Pittsburgh... Um, you're giving Adam Thielen up for Zach Moss, who I agree pretty much loses all his value when Jonathan Taylor gets back. But even if you have no use for him, that is a that is a mid-range RB1 while Jonathan Taylor is out. You are trading away for Adam oh, Thielen. Thielen didn't get traded, right? Isn't it Sutton now? Well, that was the that was the initial trade that Declan accepted. Though. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so I, I tried to block it. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's something with the one-up where... If a trade's too good to be true, it usually is too good. Unless you're trading with Tommy, but he's no longer in the league. So um, no more Popeye's chicken biscuits moving around. Sure enough, Jack swung in with um, a more fair trade. I still think Jack would have won that trade. Uh, Devontae Smith for uh, Zach Moss straight up. Uh, and look, I think that that would have really worked out well for you, Jack. Um, I know that you've been in a situation this year where you kind of had had... One too many wide receivers. Uh, you've kind of been wanting to choose between Garrett Wilson and Devontae Smith. And then with Zach Moss, you could potentially bench both and, you know, start Puka. And if Puka starts falling off, it, it, it would have made a lot of sense for you. Um, and uh, again, I think a trade that Declan probably shouldn't have made. Um, but then uh, I was a little stunned to see that Metcalf only needed to swap in Sutton for Thielen. And I do think Sutton at this point is a better trading piece and is I think Declan's side of the trade improved, but I was still shocked to see this trade end up going through. Yeah. Um I'm just happy I got to have Metcalf still start Adam Thielen. Um I'm <laughs> I'm way more scared of him than or I'm way more scared of Cortland Sutton than Adam Thielen. So I'm fine with it. I'm looking for a nice a more even matchup this next week. Um you know, it could be seen with Zach Moss. You never know. Um, I think we're probably going to be around evenly projected, but oh, 
It was this this past weekend was a Riley Sulk fest. He was just he was just moping around the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Metcalf is not gonna like the the further. I know he didn't like your comments about him being so negative. Um, yeah, I call and, him as I see him on this one. That we're I, this is. I do want to mention Met, Metcalf's pretty highly leveraged in the Colts' offense right now. He's. <laughs> He's got that is, is very true. And then he might have to start Josh Downs. I don't know if he will, but <laughs> I'd probably start him over Algier. So he's he's starting three Colts. Uh, you gotta you gotta worry about that a little bit. Yeah. We can see a situation in the playoffs where he's starting four Colts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and well, he he did just trade away the Colts defense. I don't know why Mexico. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. We do it. <laughs> I know I met him as so much cold stock, but uh, <laughs> it happened. Um, look, I, I do want to say this one last thing. Um, Jack mentioned last week, or maybe at the start of this week, that um, we're in a league where it's a seven-team playoff race and a five-team Sacco race. And in my opinion, things have changed a bit in that regard. But a bit, or just but, with, or just with you, Conrad. <laughs> uh, just with one team. Um, but <laughs> particularly I want to focus on the Sacco angle of that. Uh, Declan is not in any type of race right now. In fact, he is the only team that is now playing for nothing. Um, Declan can win out and anything else can happen. And Declan is still going to not only going to be in the Sacco, but is going to finish at the 12 seat. Um, not that that matters 12 versus 11, as I was saying today, but still, um, so basically I think that if you're Declan and you're trying to be serious about your team's goals, Play spoiler. Week, play spoiler, of course, but for Declan's sake, uh, all that matters, all that matters is week 15. Um, yeah. and, oh, jeez. Could you imagine if someone, if someone loses to Declan week 15? I, I, could, I could easily imagine that. I think Declan <laughs> has a pretty good team, even though I don't understand this trade. I still think Declan has a pretty good team. I, I, Jack, I you were... not have the worst team in this league. You were the year where Cambo lost like every single game except for one, and then you lost to him to Saka. Um, it happens. It does. Oh, I know. Either way, my point is, I think Declan's logic here is, who Sutton, Thielen was like this earlier this year. He was like a Cortland Sutton, and now Cortland Sutton is that new guy where he just like, he gets a touchdown every single game. So I think for Declan, he knows he's going to be playing a team with probably a pretty bad roster. And he's looking for the floor for that Sacco game. He's looking to just get points. He's looking to avoid the Waffle House challenge. I think that was Declan's thoughts. And I think he was guessing that Z- Taylor would be back by the time the Sacco did roll around. So Moss didn't have any practical use for him. That's this my thing. This is going to be bad. Uh, this is going to be bad for Declan. I'm, I, mean, I'm, I mean, I'm nervous for a fourth, for, for a fourth one. A fourth Sacco and a third in a row. Um, Adam, any final thoughts for your Waco brother? Wish him the best of luck. I, I, I feel bad for him. He, he, like I was just saying, he does not have the worst team in this league. Where's, where's, where's Dawson? Where's I Dawson? Can imagine that this team is 2-10. Uh, I wish him nothing but the best. But, uh, Sayonara. I can't <laughs> wait for that, that week, uh, three weeks from now. can't wait to watch whatever that matchup is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll get to all those players soon enough. Let's get let's get into the actual matchups, Adam. And as is custom, we will start with you. Um, look, 
arguably the uh, the least exciting matchup of the week. Just uh, like like after after Josh Allen pulled away, it was just wow. At, at Adam beat Telford. That's that's kind of it. I think Telford said he. Well, I don't know what time zone he's in right now, but he said he went to bed thinking that he was safe and that he was going to be the one seed, and it, <laughs> it, it wasn't particularly close at all. I mean, uh, of course, of course, you had the Josh Allen b- biggest score of the week, nuclear performance. That's that's where most of this was coming from. But uh, I mean, I have to think that you're you're smiling seeing what you're seeing out of your wide receivers now. No, absolutely. I've I've had my stock in these guys all year, especially particularly Ridley. Uh, you know, he was my keeper, obviously. So it's good to see him finally. You know, it only took ten weeks, but they're finally kind of in sync. So I'm encouraged by that. But uh, yeah, just a just a good good team win. That's how I describe this. Every, everyone did their part. Obviously, Josh Allen carried, but you know, he he's Josh Allen. He's been carrying my team the last. On the slide yeah. <laughs> in one streak. So, like, I'm not surprised that he did that. That's just what he does. Adam, that's I'm why I, I've been saying for a while he's, you know, he's such a fantasy asset. I know, Conrad, we had a we had a big discussion about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm I'm old enough to remember when you were desperately shopping Josh Allen because he was your only piece. You felt like you I had, I mean, you had yeah. Kittle, but even he was so inconsistent. You felt like you had nothing to give except trying to make your team better all around by giving up the your only whale and now look at you yeah and and i think looking at my team you know you you expect josh allen to be you know top three five fantasy uh quarterback but the unsung hero of my team is really nico collins i i drafted him pretty <laughs> late not really expecting much from him and he has probably been my my most consistent player besides josh allen so he's been good uh, he's, nico he's been great shout out to cj for being really good so yeah, got a big yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really is. I mean, I mean, I, I still think people don't. Uh, even though CJ Stroud's gotten all the media hype, I still think people don't fully understand what's happening right now with Stroud. I mean, people are make. I've heard some people making excuses like, "Oh, because he has all these elite weapons around him." Nobody thought that Tank Dell and Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz were elite weapons until CJ Stroud started throwing them. And, and, and now, you know, people are talking about all of them like they're these amazing players. Not to take away from what they've done, but, I mean, that's just – that's the difference of having uh, – I mean, C.J. Stroud, uh, we don't have to get into how good overall he is. He's just so capable. That is what he is more than anything else in my mind. He's, he's capable. Um, and, and it's really uplifted your team this year. Uh, Jack, any thoughts on, uh, on Adam's voice? They're pretty good. Uh... <laughs> great, great, great job adam you're you're killing it right now um yeah no, you're, you're but i will say adam i know you're not gonna want to hear this i'm sure people are hoping they play you because they can see yeah, a potential yeah. a potential I, I flop week that, yeah but my, um my team is really thin that's just <laughs> impossible not to notice how thin my team is and I mean, they're, I they're think flawed, but when when they all do their job, um, you know, who knows? Who knows what can happen? Yeah, how was your uh, graph? Was it a good graph? Did you? Uh, yeah, the graph looked pretty good. I had like one lucky win, so out of nice, eight, nice. so you know. Yeah, you can call them lucky wins or tough wins. Um, <laughs> you know, just real, really yeah. grinded it out. You know, got that real last framing, inch. Real framing issue. Oh yeah. Um, look, uh, yeah. Adam, I, I think that 
I, you know, everyone's waiting for the shoe to fall with you. I do think that this week will be a come down week for you, but that doesn't really matter at this point. I mean, I, I guess if you're, if you're eyeing the buy, that does matter, but, um, you know, not to offend you. I, I, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like just getting to the playoffs was a big accomplishment for your boys. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah. and, uh, and we pointed this out this morning, um, despite the fact that we now have three eight win teams, um, no one has clinched technically yet. Um, uh, obviously I, I think if you do the math, um, uh, like with the matchups and stuff like that, uh, two of the eight and four teams are technically clinched, but not yet because, um, because of how tight the league is this year. So, um, yeah, a testament to everything, Adam, that the last time you lost people were, you were talking to your roommate about, uh, about how you were Waffle House bound and, uh, <laughs> and I was, I was, because <laughs> That was that was Jack for the record. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, enough flowers. Let's switch over to Mr. Telford. Uh, I think I think uh, when the boom, when they don't all boom, it kind of looks a little sad, doesn't it, Telly? Um, good Cowboys. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Good Cowboys, dub, my guy. Um, I guess Mark Andrews really did hurt, but you know, you get Frymuth next week. Uh, you could get. You know, back in that buy position, I think you dropped to fourth. You know, first to fourth. That's a little sad. Only two spots away from me right now. Um, oh man, very sorry to very sorry to do that. Uh, Austin Eckler, bad trade. Sorry, bud. Shouldn't have shouldn't have traded for his slow ass. He's cooked. Um, I'm saying here we are, Jack. That's an applause right there. Bring them out. Where are they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, look, look. <laughs> very, very sad to see from Austin Eckler. You know, you'd like to get a little parity in the salaries, at least from wide receiver to running backs. But man, oh man, they have been showing why they uh, do not, sadly, do not deserve to get paid. Um, you know, it's so easy to lose that speed. You get a couple bad injuries, and then it's over, and then you can't like hit an edge the way you used to. Yeah, and, and sad. sad, just very sad. And to me, using Christian McCaffrey as a counterpoint is like when draft scouts try to try to use Mahomes as a comparison for any raw, like super talented player. It's like, okay, no one is going to be McCaffrey. Like, let's not let's not talk about that. I, I, you know, this is kind of outside of fantasy. But if we're talking about if we are talking about, you know, maybe the long-term value of running backs in, within fantasy as, like, keepers or whatever, like, I mean, things happen so quickly. And I think, honestly, it, again, with the exception of McCaffrey, the worst thing that can happen for a running back is changing teams. Because it always sounds like, it always feels like, you know, I think, think like, Dalvin Cook, the moment oh, they go to the new horrible this year. Yeah. It's, he it's, just it's, came out, and he just had, like, an 1,100-yard season, did oh, he not? I mean... Adam, what round did you draft him in? Wasn't it like the sixth round? Yeah, probably, yeah, probably seventh or sixth. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that's where he was going. He I was thought like, I was getting a steal there, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think a lot of people just haven't caught up to the name value. Austin Eckler is still probably like, in I theory, a top is, six like, play. Ugh, it's just ugh. horrible. But, um, no, yeah, no. That, that, you got the goose. That, that's probably your best sound effect of the day. Jack, um, look. Yeah, there. Here comes Janu. <laughs> <laughs> here is where I stand on Telford's team. Here's here's where I stand. 
Um, I don't know why he's still holding on to Mandrews. Uh, I think he probably saw that report about how he might come back, but that's going to be like, I think in the playoffs, certainly not uh, fantasy relevant. Yeah, it wouldn't be regular season. I mean, maybe he's just sad that he's still injured. I don't know. You just yeah, want him on his team, but yeah, you have, you have to cut bait on those things and just move on. Real Nick Chubbian, if you ask a guy like Adam. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. But, but um, look, like I, at the end of the day, like if 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 this is really where Telford's team stands, then we're no longer seeing how different guys can kill you. I think that Austin Eckler, despite clearly being kind of cooked talent wise, I think he's I think he's been cooked since he came back from the injury. And he still was able to get a ton of points in three of the games because he gets hella targets, he gets hella goal line carries, he just gets a ton of opportunities in what is still a good offense. Um, so he can still kill you that way. It's not like it's not scary to go against Eckler in fantasy. But we're really at a point where Tyreek is Telford's only world beater. Um, uh, yeah. uh, Mike Evans. Well, I think Mike Evans is great, but I, I you know, like I, I also. And Cowboys D. Oh, Cowboys D, of course. Uh, what you would call a fraudulent performance, right, Jack? Uh, he didn't break 100, but, you know, 14, it's, it's nice. That's what I thought. Um, look, <laughs> I, think that Tel- I think that Telford's team is one of those teams that probably won't disappoint in the playoffs. They'll probably do good enough, but I ultimately think that they're not going to be able to steamroll anyone. And he might have to be a bit of a matchup merchant to bring home his first trophy. Yeah, I mean, the buy was huge potentially losing out on that is going to be fatal but he he would just need joe two of joe adam and tampy to lose in the next two weeks and then for him to win out so buys not out of the question um i would say it's most likely out of the question for metcalf but i think telford could potentially get there now jack uh i, I will say this in adam i'd like you to to chime in on this i when i made the rivalry weeks initially last year um i, I made you and telford rivals and you said oh man i got telly because you know at the time telford wasn't very active in the group chat he hadn't really planted his flag yet and i just kind of said oh you know the two tall blonde guys but now i think there's a real rivalry here it, it, it's sounding like uh telford is your uh is is one of your top two rivals jack Oh, Telford? Oh, we're boys. We're we we've kindled a nice friendship, me and me and Zach. I uh he's a fun guy to he's a fun guy to mess with. I think we all know that. Um no, I'll 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 take Telford as one of my rivals. I think uh you'll never not be my main rival, Conrad. Of course. <laughs> They'll always be on deck for me. Adam you know, me, you think- me and me and Telford are, are long time fantasy rivals before we even knew any of you guys when we me and, me and zach were, were st paul fantasy league uh <laughs> members and if you if you ask zach it was pretty much me and him back and forth winning our our you know seventh eighth grade fantasy leagues uh, every other year from about fifth grade to, to high school ball so numbers i think it's a fitting rivalry matchup yeah I, I, I love it i i'll never forget adam when you when you when I was thinking about adding Telford, and you were you were the only one who had any Telford experience in his fantasy league, so it's it's great. There's there's some real history. I was that goes, advocate to join the league. I know, I know he's a good league member. There's some real history here that goes beyond the walls of uh, the friendly confines of the league, and that's that's just real. 
Um, but anyway, Telford, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. I think that um, I tell, especially if Jack does pull this off against Metcalf, I will be rooting hard for Telford in the last week to beat Jack. Um, and uh, I think he's capable of it. But um, yeah, definitely lost. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I think I, th- I don't think any game's a gimme. Of course. At, uh, Against any versus any team, I think every team needs some touchdowns to go their way. Of course, look and what what happened this week? Me versus uh, Noswa. Look, this is uh this was a new rivalry that I was excited for. Um, it was a great rivalry, and mm-hmm. I um you know Noswat had been talking a lot this year, um but after Thursday he was talking very little. I'll say that um he pretended he didn't have my number saved. When I was texting him a lot about the games, um, I was sending him videos that NBC was making about Debo Samuel. Um, and I, you look, I let, let's be honest. He probably knew he was coked after the DAC 32 points and Debo 18 points. Um, and then I had DK only get 4.7, but then Lockett got even less than that. So, and then of course, tell, uh, Dawson actually did have some really good weeks from some of his players. Zay Flowers had that last second touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson is, I think, uh, you know, the fact that he can score 19 points in a game where the Patriots lose to the Giants or only scoring Oof. seven points, that's really impressive. I think that's, uh, <laughs> I think that's every week starter value right there. Um, and then, of course, Pacheco, who actually, usually Pacheco gets like nine points off 90 yards and no touchdowns. This time he finally got to be the, uh, the easy road, the Eckler road, if you will. 55 yards, two touchdowns, good for 23 points. So it's not like Noswat had um, had a bad week, but uh, plenty of his guys just didn't do much. He hits that same number, that same area he's been hitting all year. We talked about this last episode, Jack. Um, oh, yeah. He's, he hasn't surpassed 104 this year. And uh, look, now we have charts, thanks to Jack. Um, we've seen a very consistent <laughs> clip from Noswad. You, you, you almost know what, you're, what you need to put up against him. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going over both teams right now, but, um, I was, uh, just, just staying on Dawson for a second. Um, uh, I don't know if, uh, Dobbs on by this week. So obviously he's going to be starting Jordan Love, but, um, you know, Metcalf was so swooning in on Dobbs sanity. He was trying to shop over Mahomes for a wide receiver two. Imagine if he did that. We're talking about a whole different Metcalf team. Metcalf is Jack, as you say, tendency to mess things up. Um, he was really I think, we can, I think we can kind of say Metcalf messed things up. He kind of, he kind of. I think uh, people were dogging on me, but he kind of traded too much and ended up here. Yeah, no, it's it was it was the trades. It was the trades, and again, my my take is that I it think was it a- all kind of goes back to the Jamar Chase one. I think it does. I also think that even though he was able to get off that feeling trade, even though he actually didn't end up getting it off. The Tank Dell one's bad. Tank Dell's like a good play. And he traded him away. A lot of great pieces just shipped out of town. Anyway, staying on this matchup. um, I was, you know, this was a week where I was just like, look, I'm four and seven. I needed like Cambo and Jack to both lose to even start thinking about the playoffs. I just needed to win. And uh, well, we'll get to those ones later. But like I was saying, everything kind of went right this week. Um, And, uh, you know, even with, you know, pedestrian performances from. Ford Metcalf and Deontay Johnson. Uh, Bijan Robinson to me was the true story of the week. Uh, Jack, you said too little, too late. I don't know if you stand by that, but either way, I think that um, the Arthur Smith concern is basically gone for me now. The Falcons are at the top of their division despite being a losing team, so they have a lot to play for. 
Um, Bijan is getting a ton of use. And uh, yeah, I, I certainly have him as a, uh, yeah, as a top five running back rest of the season. Uh, I'm sure you do, Conrad. You probably also have A-Chan as a top five running back rest of the season. Do you um, not have Bijan as a top five rest of the season? Because Fantasy Pro sure does. <laughs> you listen to the pundits too much. Listen to your heart. Just like how uh, Deontay Johnson is not the wide receiver one anymore. They're saying Bijan's uh, number three. McCaffrey one, Etienne two, Bijan three. Where's Rashad White on that list? Yeah, where oh, is Rashad? I believe the facade's down at 12. Fake what news. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Conrad, you definitely need some things to follow your way to make it to six. Um, you have to win out. That's no question. Um, yeah. yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, if I win, I mean, if I win, it depends on what camera does. Because you also have to make up ground in the points for category. Um, and so do, I, if, I don't know, if, I guess let me, let me think through this real quick. If I win one out of the two, then I would need Anthony to win only one out of the two. Yeah, so yeah. I need to win one out of the two. I mean, I, I, I need you and Cambo to lose each lose a game in these last two, obviously. And then um, my destiny is theoretically in my own hands from there. I think I can easily catch Cambo. I'm only down by, um, I'm only down by what, 26 points to him now, and the points scored. That can be made up in a week. Uh, with you, Jack, it's going to be harder. But still, within, within a shouting range, uh, yeah. In, for sure, for sure. It's possible. Um, this is going yeah. to be an exciting race to the fifth, sixth seed. I'm I will just say. happy that, look, I'm happy that if I win this week, no matter what, I'll still have something to play for on that last week, and it's not the Sacco. I'm not Riley, Riley was saying how this is a kind of him or me type of week. Like, whoever wins is like playoff bound, and the other is not. I think certainly. Um, but uh, in general, I mean, well, Adam, any thoughts on my boys? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I hate to give you flowers. I hate to give you too many flowers. <laughs> I, think you get, I think you get enough flowers. But I've got to say, the same way that we were saying, you know, you see my team in the playoffs, that's kind of the team, the matchup you'd like. I do not want to see your team in the playoffs. You're, I think your team's <laughs> kind of peaking at the right time. You've got pieces. I mean, you know, I think Rasheed Rice is like kind of must start at this point. And really, you put in for Deontay Johnson, and you you've got a hundred fifty point week just about. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to see your boys in the playoffs. I I hope I desperately hope you don't make it. N- nothing personal, but uh, no, that's that's so uh, take credit, I'll, I'll, take credit I'll, for your midseason moves. I think I think you've done well with the trades. Uh, thank you, Adam. I'll I'll happily take those flowers. And yeah, I, I think Rasheed Rice has popped above Cooper and Deontay Johnson in the depth chart. But uh, if HN can play, then Ford's the flex. Um, and it's it's hard not to start Debo or DK. Um, so we'll see where things sit there. But yeah, no, I'm 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 doing what I can to get there. I again, I really really still need pretty much not everything, but most things to go my way. Um, so we'll see. All I can do for now is like, I was trying to see if there's any trades I want to make. And I was like, uh, no, I, I, it's not like I'm going to move Kelsey. Like I, I, I have I, to ride it. Uh, yeah. Just have to ride it. I have to just get, I have the guys. So I think can give me a ton of points. That's what I need right now. So let's just 
let's keep scoring. Let's 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 ride, boys. And it's, it, I will say, I, I reach out to pretty much everyone in the league. Not you, Jack, because you're you're a, you're an enemy in my initiatives. I reached out to pretty much everyone in the league today to see what they were thinking with trades, and um, uh, a lot of them were just saying, "I'm I'm I'm here to ride things out." Um, you might be surprised to hear that Tamki was set to ride with his boys. Um, although no. he does need to make a few waiver pickups. <laughs> I think he really only wanted to do a uh, <laughs> dynasty draft because he thought he could draft like Caleb Williams his freshman year or something. It's like, no, that's not that's not how this has ever worked. <laughs> you could not have drafted uh, Jaden Daniels his sophomore year. He's yeah, uh, Tanky's been wanting to draft the college players and. I don't think there's any. Uh, I don't think there's any service that per- that lets us. Yeah, use- I don't. I don't think that's ever been a thing. Uh, we do it manually, I guess, but that would be kind of. Billion dollar idea, Adam? No, not for me. Not for <laughs> me. Don't even get me started. We we won't. We don't have to get into this discussion. Let's let's in fact move on to to, to your matchup, Jack. Um, you know, I, I I have to say, Jack. I'm I'm look. I'm not here to clown on your boys. Um, I just want to say that a hundred point floor is kind of gone as of now. <laughs> um, I know you're, you're hearing me clowning the boys probably right now, but I think the major aspect to which this 100 point floor is gone is um, when Etienne doesn't get the touchdowns. Uh, like I was texting you when, um, when Dan Campbell is feeling like giving it more to Montgomery. And now I think, yeah, like uh, when so there are just some games where Puka get that many targets or at least that many receptions. He got um, seven, he's had seven targets in every single game. Oh, um, that's great, Jack. How many points did he get this week? Yeah, four points. <laughs> um, I don't know. He's making moves. I think it's fine. Um, I mean, it's pretty clear to see that the touchdowns just weren't there um, on pretty much any side. You know, even Herbert only had one. Um, yep. Yeah, I'm and I think it just him. came down to defense, funny enough. Um, you know, that's 12 points difference right there and i lost by 10 so that's 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 cool um you guys were playing the defenses on the two sides of the ball that was kind of a grudge match cleveland versus Denver. yeah i was hoping cleveland would tough it out but then miles garrett went down so whatever um yeah no i'm pretty i like i like i think my team's fine i'm not uh i'm just kind of curious to see what happens um, you know, it's either good or bad regardless. I think Justin Herbert facing Baltimore was rough. Um, I think that was a big uh, L for my boys. Was, uh, I need to know, was, was Tordy really tuned in this week? Was he signing on you at all? Or was it one of those like tanky situations where you're like, oh, I won? We were both sick, so he was staying upstairs for the most part. Um during Sunday, I believe. And I was also uh, hanging out with Katie, so I wasn't watching too much football this weekend. Or at least, I watched more college. A real um, but, I was, but I wasn't watching too much NFL. A real apple-picking Sunday. Some of us need to. Some of us need them. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, and you know, Adam, I gotta say, Fantasy Pro still loves this Jack team, but do you? <laughs> You know, I like I like the bones of the team, but I just think you're in a tough spot with these receivers. Like they're they're names that I like. Like when I see them, I'm like, oh, Jamar Chase, oh, Garrett Wilson. But both of those guys, you you can't depend on them anymore. At least like for this season, you really can't count. You got ten and fourteen. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you're counting on a touchdown every week pretty much. <laughs> uh, like Wilson, Wilson, you know exactly what you're going to get from Wilson from every game out. It's going to be, you know, seven catches four. for 50, 50 yards. It's whether he gets a touchdown or not. That's pretty much what going to be. a big four yeah. guy except for the minus yeah, point Smith one week. Guy, but, you know, I, I like Devonta Smith a lot, but there's also going to be weeks where he just doesn't get targets. Uh, have you been following no, think, it, Adam? He kind of uh, has been taking the targets from Dallas Goddard. Oh, yeah. I guess, I guess the last I mean, two weeks. Look, look over his last four well, weeks. Are those not? Down. I guess look over the last five. Are those not all startable weeks, Adam? No, no I'm assuming Smith. I think Smith is your best receiver. I think he's he's the only one that you Ooh. have that's must start every week. I think Puka. I think Puka is my still my must start. I don't know if I think that anymore, Jack. I, and I'm not just saying that because uh, you've been annoying, a little annoying about Puka. Uh, I, I legitimately <laughs> oh, says the says the A chain owner. Okay, he's been like injured most of the year. Come on, yeah. Anyway, and he still won't shut up about him. What do you mean? Anyway, come on. I mean, like Puka's got Stafford at full health in a game that they won, in a game that they scored. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Thirty-seven points. Puka gets four point seven points. It's, fine. it's just that shows a lack of a floor that we thought he had. Okay. Um, I mean, bad for Puka. I mean, they were also playing a bad Cardinals team. They're going to run all over them. They had no need to pass. Okay. All right. That's what you need to tell yourself. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see what happens, Conrad. I know you're I still praying we'll on my that. downfall, but you're closer to Sacco than you are to me. I am I am unequivocally paying for your downfall. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's be very clear about this. I your your downfall directly relates to my my, my rise. I, I very much need you to drop at least one, if not both of these games. So yes, please, please fall. Um <laughs> And uh, look, I, I, there's not too much to say about Tordy's team right now, I think. Like, you know, wins are always nice. Um, but I, I think that this was kind of, you know, as Jack would say, a fraud win. A lot of points from the defense and the kicker. But uh, you, you, have, you have to be worried when you're thinking, uh, when you're Tordy and you're thinking about, you know, maybe being in the sacco, about is Gus Bus going to be Gus Bust? Is, um, you know, is Dalton Kincaid not the guy we thought he was? Uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, is Devin Singletary going to be able to keep eating up Damian Pierce's production? And is Alvin Kamara going to be able to start producing like he was earlier? Because if the answers to too many of those questions is, well, I guess no. Um, I guess some of those were positive no's and some of those were negative no's. But anyway, if the answers to those questions are unfavorable for Tordy, then um, you're seeing a team that, uh, you know, if he does end up in the sacco, I think loses to, to D. Shea. Thoughts? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, no one wants to talk about Tordy's team right now. Tordy could potentially uh, leapfrog both of us, Conrad. Who, do you, who are you playing this week, Conrad? Um, I have uh, Mr. Frankie. It's a grudge match. Oh, that's fine then. It's pot. No, that's I mean, that's a yeah. big matchup. I think, you know, last time we had Adam on, Adam called it a uh, me versus Deshae, a loser goes home. Now it's me versus Frankie. Frankie's been hyping up this matchup to me a lot. I think, I think uh, I'm looking up in the standings and he's looking right at me. 
Um, <laughs> kind of perspective on this matter. You're forgetting um, about the trap, Conrad. <laughs> no, what, what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When I was rooting for Frankie to beat Cambo yesterday, he was like, why do you want Cambo to, to lose to me? You should want me to lose so that I, you know, go to the Sacco. I'm like, I'm not, Frankie, I'm, 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 I'm gunning for Cambo and Jack right now. So I think, you know, Different perspectives. Uh, right. You could very, you could lose out the next two and then just be in the sacco. There, there is a world where that happens. Do like I you're talking you're as if you're playoff bound already. Do you think you're one win away from safety? Do you think there's any way you could end up in the in the sacco with a win? I, I do think I'm. I do think I'm one win away from safety. If we're if we're being okay. real right now, I think I have too big of a cushion points wise. One win away from safety. Uh, I think so probably. Probably. So maybe this is the life raft matchup. Um, and, you know, maybe if Frankie has a huge week and just wallops my boys, maybe he can start looking at the playoffs if Jack and Kamba both lose this week. Um, besides the point, let's move on. Um, and let's, uh, yeah, let's start getting to some of the other matchups we saw this week. Um, why don't we jump on over to uh, Joe versus Declan. This one came down to DJ Moore. But really what it came down to was Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, crazy turnaround at the end of that game. Um, yeah, really disappointing performance from a lot of Joe's boys, um, particularly looking at Cooper Cup and Jalen Warren. I think with Warren, you just kind of, you thought he had a floor established, but, you know, games like these, should, the Steelers got the most yards they've gotten in many, many, many games. And is, it, Warren, is, it, is it crazy to say that you bench Cooper Cup this week? Well, it depends what your options are because Justin I'm Jefferson. I'm for Joe, like, and go DJ Moore, Tank Dell, and Justin Jefferson. Oh, well, Justin Jefferson's on bye this week. DJ Moore's on bye. Oh, he is on bye. Oh, then you have to start Cooper Cup. Yeah, he, he got too many boys on bye. As a guy who looked into potential trades with Joe, I saw that he had way too many of his talent was on bye to consider anything. Um, yeah, no, this, this is, uh, I don't know who Joe's playing this week, but um, take yeah, a quick look. He's got Adam. So maybe two teams on come down weeks. Maybe one of them just uh, takes advantage of it. Adam v. Joe this week? Adam v. Joe for yeah. the bye. Oh, wow. That's, that's big time. That's if you a, get that, you are in ever so close to securing a bye. That's a little rivalry, rivalry week bonus right there. Huge. It's huge. Yeah, um, we're both a little, little banged up, so it could be a pretty fair matchup. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I'm probably I'm I'm excited to see that one. I yeah, I'll be I'll certainly be getting the lawn chair and the popcorn out. Um I think I think with Joe's team, you know, 128 points. Let's let's not let's not underestimate that. That was the second highest scoring behind yours truly. Um it again, I think this was much like Adam's performance. Uh, mostly came off that crazy game, big quarterback play. Um but uh yeah, and you know, like w- even with those busts um, Joe had Mostert really eat up most of the Dolphins' points without Achan back there. DJ Moore had a sneaky, great Monday night game and an ugly game. And Tank Dell keeps just keeps hitting like 15 points like every single week. It's crazy. Yeah, I'd re- I'd really like to have him on my team. Oh, are you planning on Metcalf right now? No, I'm just saying how much I would really enjoy to have Nathaniel Tank Dell on my fantasy football team. It's it's weird that there's two tanks this year and. Um, and that uh, Tank Dell wasn't the one that was drafted. It was Tank, 
It was Tank uh, Dell was drafted in the last round by Metcalf. Okay, well, he Tank Bigsby was still drafted above Tank Dell. That he was. That he was. And we 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 rolled out the wrong tank, so to speak. It says one team is interested right now in Tank Dell. I'd be interested to know what team that is. Um, it's weird to me when you flag that on fantasy. Um, if you're interested in Tank Dell, you have about what is it now? 13 hours to go. So step up to the plate or get I'm off the pot. Right now, there's there's two teams interested now. <laughs> oh, oh, I see it. That's fine. I, I, you know what? I'll throw in a flag too. Now there's oh, three. Oh, we got yeah. Riley, get your flag in there as well. Let the Tank Dell bidding war begin. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so on Declan's side of the ball, look, and Declan, as we said, he's the only team that's going to have nothing to play for for these next two weeks, and then a lot, a lot, a lot to play for um, three weeks from now. Um, maybe, maybe too much to play for. I think all of us are a little scared about what Declan might do if he loses three sackos in a row. <laughs> um, <laughs> knowing Declan, he probably will just embrace it, but. Um, I mean, that's, that's really your only option. But uh, anyway, you know, this is, this is a Declan team that we've been talking about for the past few weeks being way better than the record, way better than the record. Um, I want to just pull up his last few weeks, um, the Hungry Dog. 118-point loss, 115-point loss, had a bad 85-point loss to me, 111-point against Jack Victory. Wow, one of DJ's two wins was against <laughs> you, Jack. Did you know that? Yeah, I was there, brother. <laughs> That's tough. That's never a great look. Um, but regardless, look, this Declan team, they're Tony Pollard, points. CJ Stroud, another great game. Uh, you know, Ayuk, two catches, didn't matter, 12 points. Uh, he's got a lot. And as I said, uh, Montgomery's getting, getting more looks right now in that offense. He's he's got a lot going for him, and uh, you know some call Declan the uh, the Conrad of the Sacco. You don't want to be the team that has to face. Uh, it's a, a little a little dangerous, to, so to speak. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, and you know right now Noswad's facing him eye to eye right now. We I don't know how much we were able to talk about Noswad. Bring him down to your level, Declan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get him in the mud, and brother. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, I don't know how much we had the chance to talk about Noswad's team uh, other than just going through his last week, but um, he, he's on a five-game losing streak, and he now Ooh. finds himself in the Sacco, only nine points behind Torty, so very, very, very close there. But, um, no, he's, he's been pulled down all the way. I think he was in fourth when that losing streak started. And uh, the inverse Adam, if you will. <laughs> some are saying, some are saying. I mean, the I'm- trades were there. Um... That Dawson shouldn't have probably made, but that's okay. Um, In the words of Mbappe, yeah. I will be there no matter what. Dawson versus Declan, give me that sacco any day of the week. That's electric. That's that's a rivalry week. That's a rivalry week. I'm, sacco I'm Dawson. I'm, I am worried about that. I, I'd be nervous about that matchup. <laughs> I mean, De- Declan's. I've, I think I said it last time I was on here. Declan's team has no business being in last place. It's it's a good team. Uh, refer to the graph, maybe. Refer to the graph. His message he sent in the group chat where he just said, maybe it's me. I was dying laughing when he said that. <laughs> but I, 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 Declan doesn't deserve this justice for Declan. I, I hope he uh, I hope he gets it done in the sack, though, no matter who he plays. Yeah, I'm, I'll be rooting for him unless he's playing me. Uh, um, anyway, um, let's uh, 
let's move forward here. Uh, flowers to Joe. Um, I think we had a, okay, we had Frankie and Cambo on the docket. So let's talk about this game. Frankie uh, has just been a roller coaster of a year for him. He uh, he he was telling he was saying at the Friendsgiving that he thinks he's the only team in league history that has never been in playoff contention. <laughs> I do I do remember him saying that. That was funny. He was like, I literally was like, this is my third year in the in the league, and I have never like been fighting even for a playoff spot. He's like, not only not only has he never been fighting, he's never even been in the top six. And his and it's his tough. like what it, 38 weeks of playing i said he's carrying on pitzel's torch pitzel very similar production in his two years in the league it's it's um maybe it's me in the words of lebron and Diche. Mm. um this was gabe davis this irregardless, was... yeah shout out to Frankie. Kyrie. shout Kyrie. out to Frankie for nutting up and starting gabe davis over Najee. i mean Najee had a good game too but still like when i saw Najee's game i was like how was this guy starting gabe davis again and what happened? Man, you know, I, I'm going to take a little credit for that. Me, me and Frankie had a little fireside chat at the Friendsgiving uh, about, our, about Gabe Davis, about our, our trade we made about two months ago, or whenever that was. And I think maybe I inspired Will Frankie to start Gabe Davis. So congrats to Will. I'm very happy he got this win. Much deserved. And uh, That's very good. That's very yeah. good. I was rooting, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting against Cameron right now. Damn, he had a he had a fantastic week. Anthony, oh, John. I guess John, Johnny just didn't do it for for <laughs> just didn't do it for him. Yeah, no, uh, I mean Johnny really didn't do it. The difference is the kickers, right? McManus and Patterson. I think I think. Frank oh, but the defense is offset. Frankie, Frankie's a big big kicker guy. He deserved. Frankie will be the first to tell you that the difference was the kickers. I know the defense offset almost perfectly, Jack, as you pointed out. Um, the, the difference in reality was Kyron Williams coming back and immediately being the RB one of the week. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. Good for Kyron, man. He is. He good is for the Rams. Good for everyone. I, I we'll, we'll see if he's the running back next year because if he is, that will be maybe the best keeper. Um, Not but, the uh, Conrad. Oh well, that's that's why I said maybe. Um, <laughs> anyway, Frankie keeps his head above water. He keeps fighting. On the Cambo side, you know, like, there wasn't any moving movement in the standings in this regard. Um, but, um, you know, the, he, he needs to hop you, Jack. He, he lost that he lost that must-win against – well, maybe not a must-win, but a crucial, crucial matchup against you. It's looking more and more like uh, me, maybe. you, and Cambo. And I guess Frank, you want to throw him in. Uh, uh, Torty, maybe. Or Noswat. Uh, no, no. It's, I'm just, my point is, like, maybe that there's a, that there's a, a line there. And, and, you know, who knows? Maybe if you beat Metcalf this week, we're talking about you not as a bubble team, but moving up in the world, maybe getting a higher seed. Um, but as of now, it, it just feels like uh, Cambo and you were just hanging out right there in that bubble. And, um, yeah, this was a need-to-have-it week. Uh, some call Frankie one of the worst rosters in the league. but. Frankie really shined. Cambo did what he could. As you said, he had a great week. But the stars just didn't star. And uh, well, I think we've said this Dude, before. Getting 2014-15 out of the RB1 through wide receiver 2 is crazy. Yeah, and, and, and losing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not he, great. He was licking his chops at the Zach Charbonnet start. I know he's just been waiting for it all year. Like, you've been seeing oh, some yeah. Zach Charbonnet, like, just tough runs. But then it's like... 
Nope. Playing the San Francisco 49ers, and they're just not, it's just not going to go well for you. The schedule, yeah. Um, Horrible. Oh my God. Seattle has just the worst schedule coming up. Yeah, they do. It's so bad. Kenneth Walker, because I was thinking about trying to trade for him, but it's like Niners, Dallas, Niners, Philly in the next four weeks. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, I know, I think we could all somewhat agree that Jaden Reed would be the better start at this point. But it's one of those things, it's like, you're not really gonna start Jaden Reed over Zach Charbonnet if Kenneth Walker's out. Um, I know some people like, it's probably the savvier fantasy move, uh, but... Jack, people cannot resist double-digit point projected fantasy. I know, I know, it's it's hard, but... People know it's this, this shit's made by, like, Field Yates and, like, Stefania Bell, and yet people still treat it as gospel. I, I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, yeah, I know there was one. I think I had like a Chrome extension at one time that had like fantasy pros scoring, ooh. like projected or something instead of like ESPN. ESPN is typically not fantastic. Um, it's, it's really bad. I think on um, it's like it'll it'll really underestimate the value of a player when like another like a wide receiver when another wide receiver is coming back. Hmm. Like, projected like five. Anyway, sidebar. Um, Zach Moss yeah. projected 15 for this week. I feel like that's a little high. That's, that's a, lot, a little high, but um, I'm sure you're particularly feeling that because you're facing down the barrel of Zach Moss. Well, um, I'd rather be looking at Thielen instead of Corden Sutton. That's fair. Yeah, you definitely did something on that trade. So I'm glad I interrupted it a little bit, <laughs> even though I didn't get Zach Moss, but it's fine. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Let's move on to the final matchup of the week, um, the grittiest matchup. And Jack, oh, Mashup you experienced most viscerally. Oh my uh, god. This is the <laughs> shit I'm talking about. Use it. <laughs> Metcalf versus Tamke. Uh, I think an equal disbelief of how this game went. Tamke <laughs> could not stop texting about how stunned he was that he came out victorious in this game. And for good reason. If you were, if you were watching, I mean, Khalil Herbert was just getting no snaps. And it's not like a QB thing where oh, you were the RB1, and then you come back, and now you're the RB1 again. Um, no, he's injured. He's not going to get as many touches as the fresh rookie. Like, it's just... Which, which, which is what I'm saying. Like, Deontay Foreman was out. I thought that was enough for Khalil Herbert. But if you've seen the Bears games, which I don't blame you if you haven't, uh, they really don't like using Khalil Herbert as any kind of workhorse, especially around this injury. Um, I don't think they ever have liked using him as that. They, they like having the change of pace. So, um, yeah, Khalil Herbert really falls flat, flat on his face. really reminds me of uh, my office league this year. I had um, Miles Sanders week two in the Saints matchup, and I really thought I had it in the bag. I needed, like, six points from Miles Sanders. And the Panthers were getting the ball, like, once every 40 minutes. I didn't realize how bad the Panthers were going to be. That's the realize- thing. If you're not, like, getting long, sustained drives, you're not going to get as many touches. If you go three and out the entire first half. It's just like, all of a sudden, there's no more points to be had, and it's over. Um, Yeah, (laughs) the Bears won this game without a touchdown. I'm very happy. Uh, I I did not watch most of this game. Uh, Did did the Vikings cover? What was the thing you needed? No, no. The the Vikings, it was Vikings by, um, I think, three and a half? Um, So they... They look so like no they money, might've... no money for you. Yes, no money for me. But I am tied for second in that huge pool with a lot of money 
for the season then. So that was a good week. Anyway, um, yeah, no, this was a this was a bad loss for Metcalf. Um, it's it's got him all of a sudden feeling a little desperate again about um, maybe not making the playoffs. I know that's a real concern of his. As someone who's been in the communication with him a lot today, um, he's you know seven and five. I think ESPN, yeah, they have him an eighty four percent chance to make the playoffs. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Um, yeah. um, you know, I the he's kind of played himself out of a bye though. I know he. Yeah. Has- I don't see that happening, and um, and he's got you and then me for these last two games. So I'd say they're both must wins. Yeah, I well, I I think if he wins either, he'll probably be in the playoffs anyway. So I mean, almost for sure, I feel like. But um, yeah, I mean, if he wants to start, yeah, he feels like he's limping in the playoffs right now. He's doing what he can to build for this week and. Again, we, we talked about it. We saw we, we spent a lot of time on Metcalf's team, so we don't have to spend much more. But um, he really built up. He's really trying, at least, to build up for this week. He still has Algier in the flex. So we'll see if he does anything about that. Um, Who else but, would it be? OBJ? I guess Josh Downs, if you want to start another Colts player. Um, but regardless, um, he fell to kill a city tamp champ. Who rode Christian McCaffrey pause road Christian McCaffrey to <laughs> further fantasy success. I mean, if you look around, this was a pretty bad week for Tamke. Oh, flowers, flowers. This was a right. bad week for Tamke outside of Christian McCaffrey to a abysmal game in a 34-point <laughs> win to a 7.8 points. Um, O'Reilly yeah. was feeling himself after uh, the Dolphins 23 versus Tua's Almost eight, but... 23 versus two is eight. He had Laporta with 15. Oh, I guess McCaffrey did already get the 28 from Thanksgiving, though. So maybe not amazing, but that... Yeah, that, that one game went really well for Metcalf um, with the Dolphins just hammering Tua. And uh, yeah, no, this is uh, this was just a... Uh, you know, I, I went back to some old text today with Tamki where he was asking me... He didn't really understand how a keeper worked so, uh, back in July. Oh, God so, forbid. So, <laughs> So he was asking me who he should keep. So I was kind of breaking it down to him. And I think his options were um, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Jalen Waddle, and Lamar Jackson, um, who were all like good values for where they were going at the time. And I, I kind of just told him, I was like, look, you can, you can try to get cute with this, but Christian McCaffrey is who you want. Like, especially a guy like you. <laughs> a guy like you. No, I'm, <laughs> when, when I'm more, <laughs> when I'm more They just let anyone in around here, don't they? What, what I'm more t- talking about is just the simplicity of just points, points, points. We didn't know um, necessarily how uh, how healthy McCaffrey would be this year, but he's held up all year, and um, it's, oh, he's been he's been fantastic. This is this is what you get. You get you know again a week where you know in your typical running back one performance, what like 10, 12 points. Uh, you know, Tanky scoring under a hundred points, and I think that happens a lot of weeks, but it doesn't matter. Because Christian McCaffrey isn't just like a second quarterback at running back. He is like a second, second Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah, he's like a second like Jalen Hurts at running. Like literally. Um, so it's it's really incredible what he has with McCaffrey. If he wins this chip purely off McCaffrey, I'll be thinking will be a little salty, but you can't help but be in awe if Tapke can somehow, <laughs> after all the hours we have spent pouring over this league, the man who's like been off the grid wins the league. Been off okay. the grid for the last decade when it comes to fantasy football. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that would be just depressing. 
Does Pam listen to this podcast? He doesn't miss an episode. I don't know about this year, but I've heard him say he doesn't miss an episode. Okay, that's good. Well, if you're listening, Tampke, I'd like to give you some flowers for the for just for the Keenan Allen draft selection. I, I, I was kind of always on a stay away from him just because he's feels like he's always injured, but he's been he's been incredible this year. So big big credit to Tampke for for that draft pick. You know what I love about that Keenan Allen pick is that I remember when Tampke drafted him. So he already had McCaffrey in the first and Devontae Adams in the second, and when Tampke went. For the back-to-back Devontae Adams pick, I saw him put Allen up there, and I was like, "Of course, you know, Tampke just can't resist the best quarterback still on the board. It's probably a fine pick." And then I realized it was Keenan Allen, not Josh Allen. Um, Tampke actually waited on QB, got Tua, who, despite being struggling as of late, ended up being the savviest late-round QB pick. Um, so flowers for that. keepers. Yeah, true. I mean. <laughs> Talking Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, absolutely not. Um, very savvy, Will. Um, you know, that's that's the difference a draft can make. And Will's team reminds you every week of how they drafted, who they drafted, and they reflect that. So Will is now set and locked in for the playoffs. And again, just saying, going to say this one more time, at least for now. <laughs> if you will a buy, he is going to win this league. I'm just telling you guys that now. That's all I have to say. Um, yeah, but that's a week where Christian McCaffrey can get injured. Yeah, you, you say that, but uh, it still hasn't happened yet. So we'll see. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. Damn, are we done? Is that everyone? That's all the teams. Um, so look, we know, boys, hoping that Jack um, does a quick turnaround on this. Hopefully, the earliest you'll be listening to this is uh, Wednesday morning. We know that the deadline is at uh, it, well, it, it's at it's at noon your guys' time, so we'll have a lot of time to uh, take in advice maybe from these these gurus on the pod right now. But um, perhaps just some uh, I thought maybe more of a a wish list segment. Um, I was wondering if uh, we could go through a few teams and uh, you guys could highlight if you were in their shoes the the move you would wish for them to make in order to uh, you know. Maybe we can just stick with playoff teams uh, for now in order to, um, you know, win the ship. In order to, if you're focusing on hoisting the, the uh, what are we calling it, the, the, the decanter, mm. what do make? So let's start with Joe because he's the one seed right now. Are we doing uh, this for every team? I just want to do this for, I'll just do this for the playoff teams, Jack. So we'll go from Joe to you. Okay, um, cool. Um... Okay, Joe. Boys, I, Joe all Run, year. You got to go running back. <laughs> it's been an enigma, these running backs to me. It's like, okay, Mostert, you're waiting for the cliff with HN. Jalen Warren is here for him now. But again, Madison, it's been another cliff situation. Um, he traded away Ford, who was consistent. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking running back here as well. Uh, you, I think you're deep enough a wide receiver. I mean, you got Cop and Dell this week with Jefferson and Moore on by. If I'm Joe, I'm being in everyone's line saying, I will give you. Whatever wide receiver you want. I have four superstar wide receivers. Give me a running back. That's my wish list for Joe. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Thoughts, Adam? Yeah. I, I, think, I think it has to be. It's, it's tough because, I don't know. You guys watched the game last night, right? Like, Madison was electric last night. Like, every time he touched the ball, it, it felt like he was running for six or, 
at least five yards a carry. I don't know what he actually ran for, but and they just refused to run him last night, even though Dobbs was throwing picks every time. So they clearly don't trust him. So you, he's not someone you right. can rely on when it comes to uh, a big playoff game. So, yeah, you really got to – I mean, he's got so many good receivers. You, yeah, I guess you got to make a move. An embarrassment of Rich as a wide receiver. With Tamke's team, we all know. We all know he's not moving. Look, we made the trip like 10 times this year. <laughs> he even asserted uh, – Quarterback. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, probably, yeah. Well, look, I mean, two – Last time I checked, two actually has a pretty tough schedule down the stretch. Um, he's got Washington this week and then Tennessee, but he's got the Jets. He's got the Cowboys, and he's got – the Ravens. So, yeah, actually, that might be good advice, Jack. Maybe tempt if you're trying to win a trophy. Go get yourself a QB that has a uh, has a better schedule. Uh, I will say, though, I mean, who do you trade here if you're Tampke? Your bench is nothing. Maybe Ty Chandler. Yeah, uh, you probably just have to let it ride. You probably let it rip. Look, I, I know he's going to let it ride no matter what. But still, I if, if I'm Tampke, I'm worried about Tua's playoff schedule and his production as of late. I think he's good to play for the next two weeks. But if you got to make a trade now, um, I would just be engaging people on QB. Adam? Yeah, next. He's not going to trade. Who cares? <laughs> well, let's talk about you, the three seed right now. Now, Adam, you, you're also a guy who's been saying, look, I, I, I can't trade. This team is, this, this team is untradeable. I, I got scrubs I, I left and right. I got yeah, scrubs. We might, as well, we might as well skip me, too. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Look, look at I my think, bench. It's just a bunch you of you got. You got Zeke. Oh, Vikings yeah. defense, Adam. My, 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 we we talked about my team already. My team is is the most. Adam, thin if team I was you, I'll say I would be trying to dump off George Kittle and T Higgins off name value. That's my thought. But but for what? Like what? What am I going to get with what? For what? Like, like George, I would rather, rather have. Better tight end. Rather have I'm not like, getting a better tight end. I would rather have like Jake Ferguson or Trey McBride than George Kittle. Literally, if I'm trying no, to just traded Jake Ferguson. I, Jake Ferguson's not better than George Kittle. I don't. I don't need Jake Ferguson. All right. I, I just right. traded Jake Ferguson last week. I'm no, aware. I'm not going to trade Jordan Addison. Yeah. He's I think good. he traded the wrong guy. <laughs> but that's okay. You you've got a long time George Kittle agenda, but if you look at his numbers this year, he's actually having a pretty good year, and. I mean, he's a top. He's definitely top five. Let's see what he is. He's he's the third fantasy tight end this year. So I don't First know what you're talking about. I think, I think you've been sleeping because you're on that you're on that East Coast bias as usual, Conrad. So if you're trying uh, to win a been, ship, you've been staying up to watch the uh, the West Coast games. But if you're trying to win a ship, if you can, if you're trying to win a ship, you cannot have your tight end guaranteed for a game under five points. That's all I'll say. I mean, Ferguson oh. got four points last. last week, so. What are we talking about here? Ferguson, four points. But Fergie's him. I think we all know that. Um, anyway. <laughs> all right. Jack's getting trigger happy. Let's wrap this puppy up. I'm getting, I'm getting trigger happy with the soundboard. <laughs> Zach, Zach Telford. Um, I think he's also someone who said, look, I'm going to run with my boys. So you got uh, that. You, he's, yeah, there was a time to trade for a quarterback, Zach Telford, but it is. Yep. No, I, I don't. Like, literally. I remember that time because I was trying to shop either Dak or Stroud to Telford. I thought he'd be the guy who wanted it. And he was like, nah, I'm going to ride my boys, pause, uh, Baker and Goff. And he knew exactly what Baker and Goff would be. And they're not – I don't know what he thought would happen. But 
I think Goff but, is fine. I'd probably rather have Goff over Tua, but if you're if you're talking trading quarterbacks, like you you have you'd have to trade like a you know a talent piece, and uh, you know like Telford, as we've talked about, has thinned up so much he doesn't have any talent that's not on a starting roster to trade. So I don't know what I'd do if I was Telford. I guess I'd let it ride, but I would definitely I be kicking myself. Saquon pickups a solid move, I think. I think you're, that's a that's a positive move for his team. Positive. It's good yeah, for I mean, Telford. Even the golf like eighteen points. That's not a real eighteen points. They they were in garbage time the entire second half of that game. So quarterback's definitely an issue for him. I don't. Know. I do think that just one more time on the on the Telford scary agenda. I do think the RB one through wide receiver two, Eckler, Saquon, Tyreek, and Mike Evans. That's a scary group to face in the playoffs. That that's no doubt. Those are my final thoughts on. He used to have Mark Andrews round that up, but that's neither here nor there. How was Metcalf, defense, man? Metcalf. Um, he has made a lot of trades. I think he, I mean, he's not really making trades for roster construction, but literally just to win this week against you, Jack. Um, he's, been tell, he's been saying all year how scared he is of me. So. Yeah. I, I, guess he, I guess he truly did put up or shut up. He, he, he put it up and he made the moves. And honestly, honestly, I mean, yeah, you know, I. Say what you will about Mahomes in fantasy. Uh, I still feel like week to week he's the scariest guy to play quarterback. Like, I legitimately do think that. Like, I don't care what he's done this year. Like, I, especially late season. Like, who knows what he's going to do to you. So, I like Mahomes leading this roster. I like it being anchored by Sam Laporta. And then I like some of the talent across the board. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this has been a carousel of players this year. Um, carousel of different makeups. And I think, as we all said, I think Metcalf... His biggest flaw this year has been those trades. Yeah. Did he trade um, the Miami defense, or did he get the Miami defense? He traded the, them away. He traded them away. Uh, I was about to give him flowers, because the Miami D looks good, and they've got weak matchups coming up. But Oh, wait. Okay. More, yeah. I guess there's more Colts players trade you did process. This trade did process. So, Metcalf is about to start Zach Moss, Michael Pittman, Colts defense, and honestly, probably Josh Downs over Algier. We're about to see a Colts-led attack against... Oh, my God. Titans, my boys. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> against Jack. So, okay. He's hunting for it, I guess. But I'm All right, Jack. Let's close with your boys. The currently last playoff team by a few hairs. Um, I've, not, squeaked, I've squeaked in over the past couple of weeks. Why don't I just ask, ask, ask you, Jack? Is there, is there any... Uh, were there any final trades? I mean, I saw you tried to get rid of one of your wide receivers for a running back. I think that's the right thought. Are there any final trades you might be trying to uh, get off or at least look into before 1 p.m. tomorrow? No, I'm probably chilling. I love Hawkinson. You're probably starting Donald Parham Jr. as your tight end. Uh, yeah, not bad. In a <laughs> in a must win. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Donald Parham Jr. right now, Jack. I don't know. Well, does Jack burn the ships for Hunter Henry after all this time? <laughs> nah, he's <laughs> said zero points. Another goose. Okay, that's probably better with Donald Parham. Uh, uh, oh Parham man. had a goose this week, though. But he Actually, had a good week honest, last week. I don't want you to make this move, but if I'm you, I understand this is a must-win, and I honestly make a move for a tight end. Maybe even trade Hawk for a tight end. Like I, I go out there and but I like who? Like you wouldn't trade me, Kelsey. I wouldn't get Laporta. Schultz just had a horrible week. Um, I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm not going to give you any more advice, Jack. I'm sorry. 
I have some but ideas. I, still, I think Hawk is like a top three play every week still. Um, yeah, but Mike's not going to have any plays left for you if you lose this week. That's all I'll say. Yeah, but like you still got to just take that risk. You can't trade away Hawk just for a bye week fill in. Metcalf certainly adopted that strategy for this week, but um, yeah, I guess but he was he was out here trading Adam Thielen, who he hates over the fact that man is spitting on Adam Thielen this these past couple weeks. Okay, we'll see how this all plays out. Um, yeah, those were the playoff teams. Those were our trade deadlines. I I almost feel like there aren't going to be any more trades made because everyone's kind of scared to mess up at this point. Um, and Metcalf was the only one who was desperate enough to really hit the trenches but we'll see by the time you're listening to this the league might look entirely different um that's all we got for you today though thank you again craig for joining us um of course as well and um yeah you you guys all have a great night When you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me know everything's alright. I-